You are listening to the Boker Broadcast, a War Machine and Hordes podcast centered on the NJSOB meta. Sit back and take a listen as we discuss fluff, the rules, or anything else that catches our attention. Special thanks to the More Than Dice Podcast Network for hosting the podcast. I'm sorry. What's the I point need, of the countdown? I need you, you saw to, my fingers moving. For the first time ever, I was actually going to ask you to set me up on something, and I forgot what the hell it was. I was up to four. Who you cares? only need to wait for one more just, finger. Just do your... One more... Just put on your typical DJ voice. Like, I don't have a DJ voice. I don't, uh, just do it. I don't have that voice. That's not true. Okay, you do. So. And welcome to another edition of the Boker Broadcast. And there With me, as always... Stephen Rabideau. And... RDC. That's all you got for us? No. After four seconds of silence, it gets awkward. Good thing oh, I just broke I'm it. letting you call it master of the podcast. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I realize and recognize that we are in a very special place. We are in a place, now, for everybody who doesn't know... Seth and Steve have been friends longer than I have been friends with either of them. This is fact. And I believe, to the best of my knowledge, that today is the first day you've set foot into this house. It's true. And it's true. if I'm also correct, last week was actually the first time you even met the lovely Mrs. Rabbit. Yes, that would be accurate as well. And so, despite me knowing Steve for, I'm going to say significantly less time, I have already equaled you in being A, in the house... And B, having met the missus. So how does that feel? Because I'm winning. Look, it's well known how embarrassing I am. So I completely get that I have not been introduced to the missus. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm okay with it. Apparently you're the only one no, uh, well, who thinks I'm, this I'm, is a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. I'm, I'm, I'm awestruck and I'm humbled and I'm, I'm everything. Great. Let that carry you through the podcast. So here at the Never. Broker Brawl, we are going to start off with just a couple of announcements. Probably the most important announcement tonight is that the Boker Brawl is moving. Yes, we are moving from October, and the next Boker Brawl will be April 8th, 2000. Oh, hang on. Uh, sorry, April 28th. April 28th. It had an 8 in it. That's right. Let's see if I can cut out the 8. <laughs> April 28th, 2023. The reason for the move is really very simple. The WTC is moving to... Uh, is looking to move to October, and Warfare Weekend is now being officially sponsored, or uh, Privateer Press is certainly playing a heavy part into Warfare Weekend, and we got the squeeze, right? No one did this to us. It's just the circumstances, no, so we're, we're finding like, a better place. But we got stuff over Warfare Weekend, a.k.a. spoilers. If you could not Neener. if you could not pick a fight with Eric while we were here on I like Eric. Eric. Eric likes me. Okay. Eric is one of the few, you know, not few. I almost said a few people. Oh, my God. What's the matter <laughs> with me? A few people that like you? Yeah. No. He came right over to me. Most of them are in this said, house. Please, please jump on the cast. <laughs> so every so often, Steve does get a base hit. That's why I keep him on the team. <laughs> All right. So, April 28th, everybody. Now, we're going to have the same brawl. We're going to have the five person team event. Mm-hmm. We're going to have massive amounts of prize support. Mm-hmm. We just don't know exactly what it's going to look like. We're not going to have a big base brawl because big bases are not in vogue at the moment, but we're going to have a big bounty brawl we're gonna have tons of prizes you know now i feel bad why because i spent all day today giving away stuff oh no but i could i should have kept it for the brawl no that's okay you you, truthfully you donate plenty to us uh, you know so don't worry about it 
You have no obligation, sir. But yeah, so we're not doing big bases as prizes anymore. It's just going to be a huge amount of bounty. Well, yep. so. what if they're extra large bases? Well, they that, might be. That might, be. That extra, might happen. Large, extra large base brawl though does yeah. not I don't, have enough actually, bees. I don't know if yes. they'll be out. So we are that's not. We do need no bees. That is very. Yeah, that's fair. Also, there's only two factions that it's like eight of the I don't know eight of the the like Titan thing and then eight chariots. And yes. It's like, sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, so, but a little more about the brawl later. No, because, is it kid uh, or tank? Maybe not by then, though. No, I don't know if any of it will be. All right, moving on. Okay. So, um, we have a whole lot to talk about. The schedule. We've been, we've been we must the... maintain the schedule. You slapped the microphone on purpose, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. Yeah, nice work. <laughs> but there is a whole heck of a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Since the last time we have broadcast, we've had WTC, we have had the Boker Brawl. And we have had the beta of Mark IV and the app officially drop. It's been a busy, like, yeah. two, three weeks. Yeah, not to mention well, we, we have jobs. I want to so, say it's been a month. Was was WTC a month ago at this point, right? I think so. Wow. Yeah. What yeah. a month. Yeah. So Busy month. Um, but we're going to start with the WTC. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. We'll go chronologically. Yeah, I was I was there as the head judge. Um, mm-hmm. It was an Not amazing, a floor judge? Not, a, not just a floor judge. I was the head judge. Mm-hmm. Um it was an amazing experience. It was an oh, amazing Papa Smurf, experience. Papa Smurf? Stop. Question? Stop. <laughs> so what he's talking about is they gave us judge shirts, and the judge shirts were Smurf themes. And because I was the head judge, I had Papa Smurf on my shirt. And I started out, when I introduced myself, I said, you are going to have the urge to refer to me as Papa Smurf. I would like you to fight that urge. I didn't want to be called Papa Smurf. And I'll tell you, no one called me Papa Smurf to my face until... At, on Sunday, when folks were uh, saying their goodbyes, and, and any event you play, if you can go up to the organizer or the judges and say thank you, it means a whole heck of a lot. And folks were really walking up to us and saying, we had a great time, thank you for the event. And one guy, I, I, I wish I knew his name so I could say his name, he walked up to me and said, we want to tell you that we had a marvelous time and the judges did such a great job. Thank you so much. <gasps> Papa Smurf! And then he turned around and ran away. <laughs> and then he went over to his team and said, I said it, I said it, I called him Papa Smurf. So... Well, you couldn't DQ him at that point. Yeah, so. at that point, my, I was And you powerless. don't know his name, so you can't ban him from the I was the powerless, event, so. yes. Um, no, it was a fantastic event. From the moment that I started the introductions, I had a great judge team. I had a great judge Who team. Who was on that judge team? So on my judge team, I had Byron Lyles. Byron Lyles is the guy who does the Welsh Masters, so he's used to big, huge crowds. Okay. So I put him in the largest room, right, and that worked out really well. And then I had Thomas Andrews. And uh, Tom, he looked around and he said, you, you don't really have anybody for the furthest rooms. And this was a big hotel. It wasn't a quality hotel, but it was a big hotel. And he... Uh, I think he, hotel is a generous word. Yeah, fair enough. And he exiled himself to the farthest place. It was so far at the other end of the hotel that when Zosha Simpson, had uh, Zosha Van Meter, had to walk herself down there, she said, now I know how the hobbits felt when they went to Mordor. <laughs> so we ended up calling his two rooms at the end of the hotel Mordor. And... Um, we had Zosha. She took the smallest room because she is really great with the social media and the computer. Mm. And we had a big chat. Every time a judge made a call, I asked him to put the call in the chat. Mm. And she would pull up the page, that you know, the FAQ that had the answer. I mean, she, she was outstanding. Josh Jordan, people may know him from Warfare Weekend. He took the streaming room because he was used to doing the streaming because of Warfare Weekend. He did a fantastic job at that room. Not only did he have the streaming room where there's a lot of attention... But there was a second room where there were more more games being played. He took care of both rooms. Um, and then we had Christoph, who uh, was one of the organizers. He took the singles room. 
and I don't think I've left anybody out. Oh gosh, I hope not. And then my role was to one coordinate for those guys, and then two to to fly in and and you know just just play. Uh, you know, sometimes it was angry daddy, right? Mm-hmm. I had to walk in and, and and you know drop the hammer. Sometimes just help help resolve an issue. But I'll tell you the truth: the the event was amazing. It was a great time. At the end of every round, except for the last round, there was some kind of knockdown dragout fight. Hmm. Um, at the end of the first Screaming round, matches. yeah, yeah, I don't, and I'm not going to call out any countries. Eagles just won seven and zero. Just oh, saying, that's great. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah. No, um, oh, the game's over. Okay, so um, for example, the end of round one, uh, and I'll just call it player one, player two. We get called over to the table. They're yelling at each other. It's it's the big huge room. You have to step into the hallway. Player one says, "Look, player two had eight seconds left on his clock, and player two uh, reaved." upkept and slapped the clock back. I'm like, okay, well, that was all the, the required moves. And then he had one second left. Okay. He should have no time left on his clock. Well, why shouldn't he have time left on his clock? Because when I was playing, he was making rolls and doing things on my clock, and that was preserving his time. And player two is like, wait a second. This is just what we do at my game club. If there's some kind of healing or something or, or a tough roll, and we know it, we just roll it. Like, we know it's happening. We just roll it. Yeah, it was a lot of yelling back and forth. I had to calm him down, and I said, "Look, player two. First of all, there is an order. There's a timing chart. There's an order to do things. Um, don't pre-roll. Do it mm-hmm. when it's time on the chart. You can do it fast, so you don't have to slap a clock. But you certainly can't do it two or three figures ahead of when that roll needs to be made." Mm-hmm. And player two was like, "Okay, I get it." And I said, "Player one, look, you can't ask a judge to come back to your table after." everything is done and and add a second or take away a second from somebody's clock if we didn't observe it right you're you're not giving us anything to work with i know it's not the resolution you wanted but it's the most fair you have one more turn do what you need to do to try to win the game or at least farm points for your team right and that player understood and uh that player was not happy that player you know uh look it is what it is right go back in time yeah, and then have them replay all the previous turns, right? Right, yeah, and all those tough rolls that supposedly took place on turns whatever three and four, and then come back. I well, don't understand why you didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you the truth. I said to the group at the beginning, I said, "Look, can't even time travel. Can't even time travel." <laughs> I said to the group, "I said, look, if you've got four seconds left on your clock and you think you're going to do all the required steps, you're not going to get them done. You're absolutely wrong." And don't ask us to, to to make that kind of adjudication. You have to do power-up. You have to do all these things. That's why the guy was like, well, there was only eight seconds left on his clock or six seconds left on his clock, and now there's one. I'm like, well, it sounds like you can reeve and upkeep and hit the clock and not do anything Fine. else. Yeah. Right? And that I, seems I, you reasonable know, I would actually make the argument. If you're playing a game, you're making the attacks, and your opponent has his D6 in his hand, and as soon as you make the wound roll, they drop that die out of their hand to see if they tough. It's actually, I would believe it's less time than you guys slapping the clock back and forth. Because I, I actually think extending your arm and reaching for the clock and then it breaks your thought, right? Agree. I, I actually think it's faster to do it on, just do it on whatever time it is. I agree. And, and keep that thought in mind because I, it kind of goes back to a theme that I was thinking of when the whole weekend was over. So um, that was round one. Uh, and then it was funny because uh, Travis Marg was at the WTC. He was there as a captain. And we made a big stink about folks don't bother Travis. 
right? While he's here right. as a player, he's not here as a rules guy. Mm-hmm. Travis had very generously said to the judges, look, if you ever need me, just, you know, whisper in my ear. I have no problem talking to you guys. I just don't want the rest of the world bothering me. Sure. Right? And um, so when this was over and Travis was done with his game, I went to him and I said, hey, Travis, this is how I handled this. And he said, that was perfect. That's how I'd handle it. And then I thought about it later because Kat Royer had teased me. She said, oh, don't bother Travis, right? And I thought to myself, well, why was I bothering Travis? I wasn't bothering Travis because I was unsure that that was the right way to handle it. I was bothering Travis because I was feeling insecure. And I said to myself, I'm not bothering Travis again. I'm the head judge. I'm handling all these things, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, And, And we've talked about this kind of thing maybe in our first or second episode. Like, the role of the judge is not really to be right all the time. Although, you know, that's the goal. You want to yeah, get the rules right. Absolutely. It is to keep things moving and to, like, make sure the tournament happens in a way that is equitable. Yeah. So you can get rules wrong and still succeed in that way. Yes. So as long as, you're, you know, your rulings are consistent and you've got, you know, you're making sure that people are continuing to play the game. So. Yeah. Yeah. And for the record, I don't think the judge team missed one call. I think we got everything right. Uh, putting it up in a chat and and mm-hmm. Zosha set up a chat for every round, right? So if each mm-hmm. round we had a new chat that we all logged into, and it was fantastic. And uh, we we I think that judge team just did a fantastic job. I was um, people were saying to me all weekend, "Oh, you're gonna come next year? You're gonna come next year?" And I'm thinking to myself, Gil hasn't asked me, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. And then at the at very end Sunday night, uh, Gil was just chatting me up and he said. Um, uh, and, and, and would you like to come next year? I'm like, are you asking me to come? <laughs> I got all excited, you know. So, uh, you know, we did. Everyone did a great job. One of the really tough ones was there was a a game going on. I get called over by one of the judges, and again, I'm trying not to identify folks. I'm going to talk generally. Sure. And one of the judges calls me over and says, "All right, here's the story. Uh, player number one uh, mismarked." their uh, control points. Player number two is calling them a cheater for mismarking their control points, even though they took the control point away when they realized that they had done it wrong. And it's just accusations of cheating. And I said, look, even if that point isn't there, you're still even. You have to play for the secondary points. And I said, well, it sounds like you, you handle everything well. What do you need me for? He says, just wait. And as soon as he says, just wait, all of a sudden the two of them start yelling at each other again. You're a cheater. And that was the moment where I, 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 I'm looking at the two of them and I'm like, gentlemen, gentlemen, and no one's listening to me. Well, you used the wrong word. Right? <laughs> so I had to go angry daddy. Right? And I, and, and I had to say, look, you need to listen to what I'm saying. The players are responsible for maintaining the clock. The players are responsible for maintaining the game state. The players are responsible for following the rules as best they can. I see no phase of this game where, you th- where the two of you have not failed. Right? And now you're looking at the judges and asking us to rescue you from the mistakes you've made. And then I noticed that one of the players is on zero. I said, sir, you have clocked yourself. I'm not even sure what we're discussing at this point other than you're upset about how the game went. And uh, fortunately, the, the judge read read me correctly and knew that I was doing angry daddy and then swooped in and calmed everything down and, and, and we moved on. And, and it was a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, just one one table, right, each round that had mm-hmm. this kind of, kind of issue. And no one should be surprised because team tournaments, as we know from running them at the Boker Brawl, team tournaments are intense. People don't want to be the player that let their team down. Right. People don't want to be the player that, that caused their team to lose a placement somewhere in the standings. So I get yeah. that folks are passionate about I it. I might have handled that one differently. Well, okay. But I'll tell you what. Kind of. All right. But I'll tell you what. All these folks needed to do was have two minutes more of discussion. This is how we do it at my game club. 
this is how I've played this in the past. Don't make the assumption that the other person is cheating or shenaniganizing right. or whatever. Just look, this is how it should be done. This is how I want to do it. And if the person's not abiding by that, you call the judge. It's what they're there for. I mean, when the right. president ran out of time and you're like, look, you know, your clock is expired and you're obviously upset that you lost. And then I think you went on to say something like, you know, what, what do you want me to do? And you guys handled this wrong. I would have said, like, you know, your clock has expired and, you know, you lost the game and your team spent so much money to get here and you're the reason why now they're not going to place. And so, <laughs> why <laughs> really <laughs> drill it in there? Go home and go kill yourself. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, good. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. That's it's a joke, people. That you say that because I think that there's, there's a lot, that probably the biggest thing I would imagine at the WTC, not having been, is that there is sort of a language barrier. And so it can be difficult to just have the sort of casual conversation that we all can have where it's just like, oh, I normally do this. Well, here's the, yeah. So the the pecking order is that you forget English is a fairly commonly spoken language throughout. Then you have accents and whatnot. And then my guess is, you know, you get like a French and a German team, there's going to be some animosity there, right? You get an American and a French team, there's going to be some animosity there. You get like an English and a French team, there's going to be... Oh, wait a minute. I think the common denominator... You know what? We should just ban the French. Ban the French. Sorry, Julian. Still love you. You don't listen to this anyway. <laughs> Highly doubtful. So the part about... Freedom fries. The, the part about non-controversial just went right over your head there? Yeah. yeah. It was okay. fun. It was fun to do. Suck okay. it up and deal. All right. I think the, the trick is, like you said, you have to like be able to have these conversations. And as a judge, having been a judge and you being the head judge, a big part of that is like there is a way to play the game. And there's yes. a right way and a wrong way to play the game. There's yes. one right way. There's a myriad of wrong ways. Well, but if the players kind of agree on a wrong way, you know, like that's it's it's whatever. Like if they agree like, oh, yeah, sure. Roll my but roll the tough check. But then. it's not whatever. Well, it's whatever until somebody decides I'm going to call the judge over. And then well, there is the, a the, right way to play Well, the, game. the problem is, even though people know the right way, and then they go off and do their own thing, then they screw up the round timer. And, the, right, you know, like, that. I don't know about you, but, like, you know, me and, you know, you know, we don't really play on the clock. Like, we, we don't start on time. Like, clocks are just, uh, you know, if someone needs to go to the bathroom, like, we're going to pause that clock. Like, you know, we're a little more casual about that. Well, so that's different, right? Because that, that changes... Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's not me. No, no, no. What I'm saying I apologize. is... No, what I'm doing is I'm just simply telling you what I overheard some other asshole say. So, so uh, you know, what he's talking about is... Uh, so, at the end of the first day... Oh, just let I me got, take this one. I got all the judges together and I said, what, what went well today, what didn't go well? The only thing that didn't go well was the round timer, right? People were well over the round timer all over the place and we couldn't figure out why. And the organizer said to us, look, these, we're serving meals. These things have to run on time. Plus, the game is played on a clock. It was actually Josh who figured out. He said, the problem is, is that we give 20 minutes for pairings and 10 minutes to get to your table and start your game. And the teams are taking 30 minutes for pairing. And then it, it, they, they're starting mm -hmm. 10 minutes late. And, that, and sure enough, we were seeing a 10-minute bump in lots of places. So then the next day we made the decision as the judge team that we were going to enforce 20 minutes for the pairings. And there were some teams who did not appreciate that. You know, look, there's no nice way to say this. And again, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but there are folks who play the game at a really high level and for. feel that, um, that that playing the game the way everyone else plays it is not necessary for them because they're so good at the game. Well, clearly, duh. So um, I mean, the cool kids. 
and 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 folks had an issue with that, and and I. Do you have okay. any? Uh, I'm sorry, folks. I don't know if you got you know nobody's gonna know this, but obviously you got some some nice ale and you got sake. Do you have any like uh, maple whiskey? No, damn, I do not. Yeah, all those Canadians at the WTC and no maple whiskey. I was very disappointed. I'll call out the Canadian team for that. No sortilege. Yeah, no sortilege. And and not only best. that, because the WTC happened so close to the Boker Brawl, we didn't have our Canadian teams at the Boker Brawl that we normally do. So no, no sortilege. So no maple whiskey there either. It was a little little upsetting. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Belgians made up for it because every time you reported your game, there was chocolate out for oh. everyone to try. And, uh, We're stealing that. Yeah. Well, except, I don't know what we, would except do we don't have Belgian chocolate. I don't know what we do better. in New Jersey. <laughs> it's we, better. Pizza? No, no, no. Bagels? We, I don't know. We'll figure something out. Actually, I, you know, I, wait. All right. I'll get to that in a second. We actually do have Belgian chocolate. It's just not the same. Well, yeah. It's Even though it's from like Belgium. It, well, they like actually put more imported. sugar on it. I'm sure they do. They do. Yeah. They uh, we, we learned this yeah. when yes. we were there. Yes. They have two recipes. One for America, one for the rest of the world. Yeah, it's true. We get the shitty end. And then, uh, and then at one point when I was touring through Belgium, I went. I was in Brussels and I went into a chocolate shop and one of the native Belgians saw me later and was like, "Yeah, you bought the tourist chocolate." So then I had to find the actual chocolate place where Belgians go. And you know, of course, it was uh, me and and, and um, Adam Pricer and uh, Chris Gunther in, in the in the chocolate shop. And um, could you? See Stop doing that. It took me a while to get that one. I apologize. In the chocolate shop, and we got, and of course, I, Grant's like, oh, call me and you know, buy me some stuff. And Grant then handed the phone to four other people. So I walked out of that store with four. Thanks, Grant. I walked You're out getting that, called out this episode. $400 worth of chocolate. <laughs> Dollars or euros? Uh, it doesn't matter because they were tra- trading about even at the time. So then I'm walking around uh, Bruges holding this uh, temperature control bag with the, the company name on it and native Belgians are walking by me going, oh, you went to the right place. <laughs> so, nice. yeah. so that's the best day I have to offer. It was yeah. pretty good. It was really good. I, I do have other Belgian chocolate though that I, uh, I will share with you at some, oh, in some way, okay. shape, or form. Because yeah. I, bought, I bought three more boxes. Nice. So next year it's Copenhagen and uh, I, cool. I can't take the whole week and go next and time. And by the way, I'm sorry. I figured out what we're going to give out to people. What's that? Well, this is probably a little excessive to do every round. Yeah, maybe. But what I, you know, one thing is, one of the things I realized the other day, when it comes to the food that we uh, offer, we have never given these people a knish, and mm-hmm. most of these people never even heard of a knish. And I mean, talk about a food that's does it get more New York than a knish. Honestly, it's not pizza, right? Because Chicago would have something New, to say, even though they New suck. New Jersey. Yeah, but New Jersey's the mushroom that grows on New York's ass. So gotcha. Lovely. Lovely. Awesome. Um, well, anyway, one. so Even we're moving. So okay, so we got the WTC. All right. So the only message that I want to send from the WTC, other than an awesome event, and if you can work hard and get yourself on a team, or even just go and and and, and play in the singles, um, it was an amazing experience, uh, and and I'd recommend it to anybody. It's the a little more communication goes such a long way. Mm-hmm. That would be my message for WTC. And now we can move on and talk about the big the, news. The, we already did the big news. The big one. Yeah, but we can talk about the Boker Brawl. Hang on, wait a minute. We're really we're done with the whole country of Belgium already. Yeah. The whole continent, really. Yeah, yeah. All of Europe the is whole... done, Arthur. Why? Because we're ready to talk about the Boker Brawl. What do you want to talk about, Arthur? How terrible the food in the hotel was. 
Okay, go for it. How was Enjoy. It? How was it, Arthur? How was the food in the hotel, Arthur? Honestly, Seth is being like whatever right now, but he's he agrees with me. He had a horrible time. Horrible uh, time. Horrible time? Yeah, with the food. Oh, yeah, okay. You'd go in there and you'd see this thing of slop and another thing of slop, and one would have a sign above it that said fish, and the other one had a sign above it that said meat. And it was up <laughs> to you to look at those and identify what what it might be. And so, like, there was... Was that the last, yeah, the last dinner? I was like, Seth, you can't eat that. Because I recognized it was a pork loin. He thought it was steak. Ah. I did. Yikes. Shay? Yeah. Thanks for saving me there. I did. So the the, the story goes, and I, I... Look, I don't know what's true, what's not true. And remember, the Belgians put, had were forced to put this on last minute. I, I, I know. Right? And, and right. I also yeah. want... I, 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 I don't want any criticism to fall no, the Belgian no, So the Belgians I, I do want to... I, yes. They got, yes. Yeah, like Tim, who's one of the... I don't know. How would you describe Tim? He's one of the Belgians. Belgians, yeah, but he's he 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 he, he was there as part of the organizing organization. Yeah, part of organizing. the organizing. The guy is a saint. The guy's a saint. Nicest guy in the world. You know, we had four days at the B and B. He actually came to the supermarket with us. I was like, all right, you're staying with me because you're going to translate anything that I need because I'm a typical American and only know half a language, not even a whole. <laughs> um, That's accurate. It is. What are you trying to say? Nothing. Just agreeing with it's you. It's an accurate statement you just made. I know more than half the language. I was then why'd you modest. say you only knew half the language? Stop being modest. Yeah, that tracks. Go ahead. I'm done now. Oh, good. All right. Because right. I'm going to tell you the Boker Brawl. Yourself. So, the Boker Brawl. All right, the Boker Brawl. All right. So, the Boker Brawl uh, was an amazing time as always. I had the most fun I've had at the Brawl yet. I agree. And... Part really? Because yeah, because hmm. Henry Van Blake, who was a, a Mark II beginning Mark III guy, who's coming back now for Mark IV. I'm going to disagree. All right, slow down. Let me sure. finish. Let me make my point before you disagree. Yeah, absolutely. With me. He said uh, he he came to help, and he took the shift from Saturday night. So once the the tournaments were over on Saturday, he took over oh, being in charge of the hall, mm-hmm. and Steve and I got to hang out and drink and. Go and, right and, to so, uh, I mean, that just enabled us to hang out and have a great time Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, we had this really ambitious plan for the hall to be open 24 hours, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And then we found out that there was a ordinance in New Jersey that uh, after 2 a.m., you are not allowed to be on the premises of a place that serves alcohol unless you work there. So 1.30, uh, we, we had to leave. But it was okay because by 1.30, pretty you much mean, everybody was done. Right. With you what mean, they were doing. You mean all those years I worked at the strip club? I uh, shouldn't have been there. Oh, wait. I worked at the strip club. There so. it is. All right. Carry on. So, um, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, John, upstate New York, I'm blanking on his last name. He brought me a bottle of apple wine, and he thought he was just going to hand me this apple wine and be <laughs> like, hey, there you go. You know, you're welcome. I'm like, no, no, you got to drink it with me now. And then Rich was standing next to me, so we opened up that bottle of wine, and, and, and John didn't understand. Born, uh, born and raised in Cuba. I did not know that till uh, mm. till, till we spoke, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he moved here when he was eleven. I was like, "No, this is how we do it. We opened up the wine, we just kind of passed it around between the three of us." <laughs> and then Rich and I are like, "You're not taking a real sip. You got to take a real sip. No wimp sips." And then uh, you know he's like, oh, "I'm going to be pretty drunk." Yes, yes, you are. And then the next morning he was like, "Oh my God, I hate you so much. <laughs> You're a bad person. I wasn't planning on drinking until I had that bottle of wine, and that's how it goes. That's how that yeah, works." Yeah, it was. I, it was definitely for me. Oh. It, it has been the most fun because, like, 
so this is this is the the I think the least amount of people that we had. We ended up with like thirteen teams there, which I yes. think is the lowest. Yes. Um, I think like we had sixteen last year, twenty the year before, or something like, or not the year before. Yeah, sixteen you know. the COVID year, and then it's like it usually floats between twenty six and twenty eight teams, or twenty four to twenty six, something teams. like that. Yes. Um, and so that usually involves like three rounds on Saturday, two rounds on Sunday, or you know, a risk of two rounds on Sunday, and so it's just a lot of work, a lot of effort. Uh, and, you know, got to be crunching the numbers, all that kind of stuff. And so to only have two rounds on Saturday and then to truly be able to take a break was very nice. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. And I got to play some board games. Yes. I, I yes. played a terrible, yeah, feet, I was feet. a terrible, like, radar guy on Captain Sonar. <laughs> oh, good good for you. I just kept, like, I, yeah. I, I forgot which way was east and west, and it was, it was bad. Yeah, for you guys, this is the first time that you guys were able to enjoy Like, the, really uh, enjoy it. To actually yeah, do something yeah. other than... Uh, well, Steve, you're usually behind the computer, and mm-hmm. stuff usually on the floor. Which is fun in its own way. Yeah. But to actually, like, you know, participate and drink, and then, yeah, go out to dinner, which was a whole adventure on its own. That was, oh, boy, that was an adventure. Has it been four years now? Poker um, roll? No, no. Five? So we've done it, I think we've done at least five. Oh, wait, 2017. I can do this math. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so five. Yeah. I don't know. It which... would be six, but we skipped a year. I don't know which one. Because, you know, 2020 just. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I don't know which one was my favorite. Uh, I can't remember if it was like the second year. I mean, the first year, the first one was still great because of the, the bread. And that's the year we cooked, which was nice. Oh, well, the yeah. true first year was uh, in the... At the Moose Lodge. Lodge. Oh, that's right. Three-person no, you know team what? event, 50 people. Was that, was that in 2016? Was that the first? That was, was 2016. That was 2016. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You sure? Absolutely. Maybe. Okay, and then 2017 so. is where you... Was we that still in the Moose Lodge? Yeah. Or no? No, 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 we only no, did no. it once there. One year in the okay. Moose Lodge, because after we literally drank them out of alcohol and, and ate, ate them out, them of, out of all food that they had, they wanted an additional donation on top of everything else. So we did not go back there. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate it when people are greedy. Yeah, tell That's me. That's like my number one rule in life. Don't I be know. greedy. Do whatever you want. Just don't not be greedy. greedy. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, I st- rob a million dollars, but don't go for a second million. I'm with you. You're absolutely right. So I thought you would love this past year because you took third in the Warfare Weekend Qualifier. I did, um, and that that was kind of cool. However, uh, I really like Michael Kistler, who hasn't played in a long time. And I really like... Alyssa? Thank you, Alyssa. I I was going to almost screw up her name, so I'm glad that you jumped in there. And I also enjoy Joe DeLise. And and people who know them know that Joe and Michael are... Joe DeLise. Joe DeLise. I don't know. I was, they're there. like best friends. We got there. Anyway, they introduced Something me to a new game one year at the uh, at Poker Brawl. And apparently this game, and anybody can play it, uh, which is great. So what you do is you go into the bar and you sit at the bar. And then you analyze all the bottles that are on the bar stage thing, whatever. And you try to pick ones that are low. And then the objective of the game is to see how many bottles you could kill off or empty <laughs> while at the bar. <laughs> and so I just happened to walk in there and they're like, and Mike sees me walk in and he goes, give us another shot of that cherry, whatever it was, like some cherry whiskey or, or something like that, a brandy. And like they ended up killing off six bottles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, this is a good game. Those guys know how to have fun. I wish they, they could have come to this year's brawl. I, uh, so, well, I'm hoping uh, because, you know, Mike was. Uh, I don't know. He always had some concerns with Mark Three and Kador or whatever, but so hopefully Mark Four is a fresh beginning, and hopefully we see him back next year because I he's agree. definitely still around. Well, I'll tell you what was really fun for me was there's a, a game Zombies. It's a beer and pretzel game. Mm-hmm. I've always loved it, right? So I grabbed Ryan Schmidt 
and I grabbed uh, Henry, and I don't remember who else was sitting there with us, and we lay out the game, and we start playing, and then unfortunately, one of the teams uh, had an issue, and Ryan had to stop playing, and then he had to you know go help the person take care of their issue. And it resolved as well as it could resolve, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but the game ended. Like we played for like maybe twenty minutes, and the game was over. And uh, it's it's definitely a, a, a screw a screw your friend type game. Like, mm. oh, I'm gonna run twelve across this. Oh no, you can't. Your shoes are tied. I have this card. Now you're running, <laughs> now you're running four. That's literally the name of the card. Your shoes are tied. Nice. Um, uh, then later on in the in the evening, I was very happy to see that he was again playing that game with a brand new group of people and didn't invite me to come and play with him. Isn't oh, that great? Ryan. Isn't that great? We're calling yeah. out everybody. This yeah, time. yeah. I, I I told him I'd be calling him out. This is the gloves off episode. Clearly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who knew? So and I it's not even a game. game. Let's see, I, I taught you a brand new game that I brought there for you to play, and then you leave the game, go back and play it again because it's a fun game, and then don't invite me. See, back in my day, we used to call that flat leaving. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Arthur, you took third. Uh, Jake Van Meter took first. Uh, Julian Lassange took second. Yep. And that was the Warfare Weekend qualifier. Sixteen people walked away with amazing prizes was, from the big yep. base brawl. I should have came in second. You should have, uh, because didn't. I would have lost promptly to JVM. Of course. Um, but yeah. 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 But, and then yeah, so we had yeah that was another highlight of the weekend for me the the big base brawl because we had a we had a guy George who was just like well I went two two I don't know and then we call his name and he's yeah. like so happy yeah, yeah. And I think he, he like he, he was he was like you know eleventh or twelfth or something like that so he ended up picking up something like whatever he was like I don't really care I'm just so happy to you know yeah it's just so exciting. happy to walk away with something yeah. it's happy it's fun to win I'm only saying that I should have potentially come in second because the last round or whatever that I played I lost the striker. Because oh, I didn't measure yeah. distance enough. But in that game... That was a great game. I had the poltergeist on Lich 4, and he came in, swung, missed, pushed him away. He had a velocity back in. Right. Swung again, missed, pushed him away again. And at that point, I got cocky. I'm like, well, he already took five damage from supercharging, and then I didn't calculate enough inches between me and him, and then whatever, he supercharged or overcharged for, for two dice, rolled to ten, yeah. and... Uh, then was able to kill Denny in like two hits. Yeah, I remember that game. game. Yeah, because yeah. he, he yeah. yeah, so he like overcharged for one just to kill Gatsby and, no, it was and two. then failed. No, he he overcharged for two. No, and then at the I, I know at the end certainly he overcharged for two. No, no, even on, on Gatsby. Oh, even he, at the beginning. He, yeah, wow. he overcharged. So for he got two to do it twice in one game and did not kill himself, which was great. Yeah. Yes. And then and then yeah, he got the ten damage and he only took like he took like five. Seven. He took five. Oh, he took five and had. He took five and five. He had plus seven and plus ten with a free strike. That was part of the deal. Too. Yes, I did miss him. It, sure. it, like it was a, it was a. Yeah. Oh, that was a great game. To yeah, watch. It was a great game. Uh, so then Saturday, of course, we had the team event. We had thirteen teams. Unfortunately, someone had to have a buy. There was nothing we could do about it. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, a team was late Saturday morning, right. so they got, got the, the buy the first round. Worked out. Um, worked out. Uh, it, it ended up going to uh, the King of Trains and the Choo Choo Crew. Mm-hmm. That was Nate M's, M's team. He took first place. And then the Barry Bathwater Experience, who came to drink. They didn't come to play. They came to drink bathwater and play games. And then they were all out of bathwater. They were all out of bathwater. And <laughs> yeah. they won. They took second place. Grant Ritchie's team took third, I believe. Um, it, w- it was just a great event. You can't judge an event by the number of judge calls, right? Because uh, that, that's not really a good metric. But you can judge it by the number of judge calls that were about just helping the players reach resolution and they were happy to reach resolution right that mm-hmm. it, it, it was it was such a great crowd it was such a great time we had a couple of warcaster players yeah it was just an amazing event and then we hope everyone plus more comes out for uh april 28th 
We're going to do it all over again. Like I said before, the big base brawl will be the big belly brawl. Sorry, I just want to issue a retraction real quick. Apologies to the team. If we lose, we fold. You guys did come in second. That is Grant's team. Oh, oh, I apologize. (laughs) Barry, you did well in third. (laughs) Okay. Still, they came to drink. They ran out of bathwater. They had to take third. Yeah. All right. Grant, I'm sorry. I'm sure I'll hear from you on that if, in fact, you listen to this podcast, which I doubt. No, he, he I'm yeah. sure he does for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, it was just, so I, I think just the last thing to say on the Boca Brawl No, no, is, we've got one more thing to say, but please keep going. Okay, okay. So I, I was just going to say it, it was a great year. I really hope people make it to the next one in yeah. six months, April yeah. 28th, because yeah. it's going to be a blast. It like, is going to be We're rolling a blast. into March for just guns blazing. Like, who knows what's going to happen? We have That's not right. decided our event sizes. You yep. know, who knows what's going to happen? But I do know this. It's going to be fun. It is going to be gonna fun. It's going to be a great time. And it's going to be fun because, and I need to call you out for this there, Mr. Rabideau. Uh, 24 hours before the event, you have this epiphany. Hey, yes. maybe Privateer Press wants to give us some spoilers to give out as prizes. Reaches out, you reached out to Lauren, mm-hmm. Lauren Larry, and uh, and they were like, um, yes. And we were thinking like we'd get one or two cool little tidbits to give out, not mm-hmm. 14 army lists, mm-hmm. right? And then all throughout the weekend, people are just throwing those army lists up on, yep. on, on their social media. We posted them on the wall right around the door. Yep. And all weekend long, people are looking at the door, looking at the different lists, looking at the spoilers. Yeah, um, so I guess we're calling PP out now, Prime yeah. Chief Press. Like, uh, I hope you guys can uh, do that again for us because that was very fun. That was a lot of fun and for people everyone involved. At, on the weekend. Although, so. at some point, they are going to run out of spoilers to give us. <laughs> hey, there's always like pictures of new models or whatever, you know? Fair enough, fair enough. People like to get that stuff ahead of time. Yeah. So uh, I think that's all we can really say about the Boker Brawl. The swag this year was amazing. We created a Mark IV widget. It really worked out well. Uh, was, we, the people got a dice tray. They got dice. They got an objective marker. They got a 3D printed objective marker. Mm-hmm, uh, they got a flag from Muse on Mini. Uh, if you participate in the painting contest, we had uh, some prizes from Army Painter. Um, and, he, and, he, and the one thing that you seem to always forget, which is... Funny because it's the one thing that every player in the game needs, and you still don't know what it is. Like, Eighty millimeter base. Every time you forget it. I don't forget it. You didn't let me finish talking. Oh come on! You Eighty millimeter proxy. Eighty millimeter proxy. Happy to give that out as well. All right. So now we can move. So on. now every other tournament that people go to and they get an eighty millimeter proxy, those people copied them. That's right. They just copied right. it. All right. So we have completed the Boker Brawl. We've completed the WTC. The next big thing that happened after we all had these army lists to look at for a whole week before everybody else, mm-hmm. right, is they drop the War Machine app. All right, so w- w- with the understanding that any real criticisms are going to be sent in through their... Uh, Actually, that's one of the cool features about it. What is one of the cool features about the app? I'm not great with change, and, and this app is clearly different, right? The UI is different, but... One thing I did notice is that when you look at a card in the upper right corner, and obviously everybody can do this, there's a little chat box type thing. And you press on that, and you can give feedback on that card. It's like, do you like the points? And it's like, they're fine, needs this, too high, too low. Um, Do you like something else? And then there's a a comment box. So I, for one model, I I don't even know which one it was, but I was like, oh, it was um, for the Express team. And Signal, I noticed it doesn't have a field allowance. Right. And so I kept getting an error. 
like saying I was over field allowance, and it should be two. I mean, it's theoretically possible that it's one, but I doubt it. It's probably two. So mm-hmm. I put down, but I, I sent that in. And so I think that's really awesome that people can just forget about the complaining like it's too powerful. I, I don't care about that. Uh, but the, the box to just be able to say, hey, this is wrong. Uh, there's another one, which um, I realized last night. I, I didn't comment on it yet. But the ironclad, uh, which is hysterical, it's nine points, uh, which is fairly typical for most factions. But if you look at its left hand, the left hand is also POW 18, which is the open fist. So this thing has a POW 18 hammer and a POW 18 open fist, which clearly <laughs> that fist should be, right. should only be probably a 14, I think it was. Or a 16. Uh, no, no, it wouldn't have been no, 16. No, no, that's, that's only a Kador. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and actually, I think a Juggernaut's 15 anyway. But yes. so, but as of right now, rules is written. I have right. two POW 18 initials. Yeah, which, yeah, that big yeah. left cross. Look, yeah. I gotta be honest, and, and so... Remembering that, that I've been with the game since Mark 1, and one of the features of the company was they really listened to everybody in Mark 1 to Mark 2, and then everyone, or lots of people felt that the uh, CID was contrived, right? It wasn't really genuinely listening to feedback, right? I feel like the company's listening again. Like, they are genuinely yeah, listening I, to things that we have to say about Actually, I didn't like CID that much. Yeah, but that's not the point. Yeah. No, and, I, and I, for I, that I, reason, I right? So, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think the app looks better. Uh, it's Do more you? readable. I, I like the old way. I'm so used to the old way. Of course. I, it, yeah, yeah, I got you. I, I said I'm better with change. Yeah, it, it feels more readable. Um, you know, I don't know what the, the whole battle thing is going to look like. I get confused often, like, when I'm building the list. And then, I like, building a list and seeing what my po- total points are. Yes. That's, like, glaringly missing. Yes. And I have to, like, exit out or something to go back to then see the point total. So yes. I don't like that. So that's my one big criticism. That's sure. probably my biggest criticism. Sure, I, I got gotcha. you. That's that's something I'm going to throw into the feedback. Is like I need to be able to see the points totals as, as I'm, build. I'm building. Yes, them. right, right. I got because then I can know I'm over. I'm under. How many do I have left? Yeah. Do I have to yeah. eliminate something? Yeah. Yeah. But overall, I'm very excited that it got out because yeah, we got the yep. plane today, and yep. it's and it's not done. All right. right. Well, like, we, we, let's yeah. Let's so. be clear. It's not done. Obviously, the damage you can't. Well, you can't play a game. Yeah, you can only build a list with it. Right, and, and playing a game meaning you can't like mark damage. Right, right. Like, Which, but I assume that's coming. I think like uh, it's a very yeah, I think it's a very safe uh, assumption. I thought it was twenty second, but I could be wrong. It's something. Yeah, they have. You they have I, I thought I actually did. I really, I swear to you, I really okay. thought I did. Okay, it's not my fault. Popular, get a life. I'll tell you, and, and we try not to dwell on the negative stuff, and we try not to you know give the uh, the negative voices out there too much more amplification on our podcast. But I gotta say, I have found the the reaction of people reading the cards. I'll be honest. I'm gonna call it unreasonable. I'm gonna call it unreasonable wow. because, and here's why. I understand you're looking at the cards and saying, "Wow, here's all the things my unit lost. Here's all the things my caster lost. Here's all the mm-hmm. things my beast or jack lost." If we were still playing Mark Three, sure. But we're not playing Mark Three. We're playing Mark Four. And I gotta be honest. I think it would be foolish of the company. To, to, to port over all these legacy models, put them, if I'm doing a scale of 1 to 10, put all these lists on a power level of an 8 because anything that comes out after that has to be above an 8. And then we're back to the power right. creep, right? I mean, I was expecting, and maybe I, I, I'm the only one, but I was expecting things to come in at a moderate level. Like these were just ways to play your old models in the new game. It wasn't supposed to be the new... Uh, champion of competitive uh, competitive lists with the stuff that was ported over. That was my first thought. The second, 
Travis Mark posted this in, in, in the general page the other day. He 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 reposted. I think I know what you're going to say. He reposted. I was about to say that too. Oh, go ahead, say it. It was an article, or, or I guess an article, uh, that someone wrote about how this is Mark 4, it's not Mark 3, so for you to look at a model now and try to compare it to its Mark 3 version uh, is it's not accurate because you're playing in a different environment, different rule set, different quantity of models on the table. There's just a million and one different things that separate Mark 3 and Mark 4. So for you to look at the Mark 4 incarnations of models that you had in Mark 3, well, you're not playing Mark 3. And, and we said this before, this is a new game. Yep. You have to treat yeah. it, this is a brand new game just came out that has no history. Like yeah. that's and that's the, that's the attitude you have to have. It would be like if we just made the Dungeons and Dragons miniature game, which has probably been done, but like you know, it's a new game. Um, yeah, it's 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 so many, more than ever. Like so many things are different. Yes, it is not. It's only War Machine by name. Yeah, there are so many axes on which things have changed. Yes, that you really just can't, now. Yeah, but it's, but we're all human, and we all have a memory, right? And so you do look at the new stuff, and and look. Some people have probably played a couple of games by now, and I'm sure that after playing a few games, even the people who complain the loudest would probably reevaluate some of their complaints. Not all of their complaints, because it's the internet, but at least some of their complaints. And probably... some complaints are valid. Some oh, are, yeah, yeah. Some are probably valid. Now, I want to make it sound like people don't have something to be upset about. I've got a friend of mine who hasn't really played since Mark II, because in Mark II, Circle was a hit-and-run faction. He loved that. He loved the aesthetic and the theme of Circle. He loved Hit and Run. He loved the glass cannon thing. It hasn't been that for a while. So every time he looks at rules updates, he's like, this isn't what it was. I don't want in. And I get that. He wants to play a very specific thing, and that thing isn't there for him anymore. Well, that's because, yeah, people's Double port. reasons. <laughs> well, that's Double ridiculous. Port. I think it's safe to say, even if you've played a few games, even if you're one of those people out there who there's probably someone out there who's got 20 games in already. I would yeah. not be surprised. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe their name is Brad Park. Brad probably has like a good 15 games under his belt already. I'm sure he does. Um, I'm sure Matt's probably also got about 15 as well. Um, anyway, we're still probably in the hot take stage. I mean, even though you've played a couple games, yeah, that really helps. But for the most part, like unless you've played it specifically and you're looking at something else, you're probably still kind of in the theory stage. Isn't, right? like, isn't that the definition good. of beta? That it is the hot take stage? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I agree I, I guess now, 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 that being said, my hot take, personally, is I've seen a couple factions that, to me, stand out as being better, at first glance anyway, than what I've read about some of the other factions. And also, to be completely honest and transparent, I have not read every card. Uh, so right. what what have you come across? What is the hot take? Yeah, um, I guess that was it. What is the faction? I think there are two two factions stand out to me right now, mm -hmm. and that is Signar and Convergence. Mm. Uh, more so Signar, because well, and, and let me say I haven't even looked at Storm Legion. Right, yeah. you've already qualified. What no, 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 because there's two. They have yeah, two armies. So you're talking the trencher army. I'm literally talking the trencher army. Looks amazing. All right. Mm. So, so much so, I'll be playing this. Okay, so tell the people what is so great about Trenchers. Uh, they took the Trencher Sniper out of the unit and made him a solo. Uh, which, that right there sold it on me. I really love the change to Darius. Uh, I've always been a fan of the toilet. Um, 
never actually played them before, except uh, actually no, when we were doing the thirty-five point games, uh, I played Darius a couple times. I'm looking forward to putting him. What's on the Darius table. doing for you now that he didn't do before? And I'm genuinely no, no, that's that fine. Um, so his feet used to be like if you're base to base with him or half jack, you could repair uh, uh, war jack fully. Um, and I think it might have changed to like be with within one inch, at you know after phase uh, adjustment. So now it it still has that right. So all your jacks heal to full if they're within an inch of him or half jack. In addition, if they're within, it might be the same range. It might be longer. Um, the warjacks also get plus two speed mat rat. Um, and of course he has iron, not iron aggression, full throttle. Um, so I, it's cool. Now granted he lost because technically after Faye he had the ability to gain he would get d6 focus uh, as well or something to that effect yeah something like that uh, so he lost that part but just to be able to beef up his jacks um i don't know it, it, it's i'm not saying it's a it's not a game winning feat but it's it's way better than just repairing and it's Doesn't certainly matter. serviceable you read those rules and you said wow i'd really like to try playing yeah i really i really like yeah. to try playing the caster absolutely i you know it's funny i um against my type against the way i normally play the game i said i'm going to i'm going to go orgoth which is I don't usually like playing quote unquote bad guys, right? I and and uh, I also don't usually like playing the newest thing, right? Mm. I don't know why, it's just the way I've played the game. So I'm waiting for uh, for my Orgoth box to come in, which I know has been delayed, but it'll eventually get here, and then I'll be able to play myself some Orgoth. Uh, I tried playing today uh, a Maylock list, and it was a pretty basic list at 50 points. As much as I have been talking to people about the movement rules and the way. Once you do it on the table, it's still completely different, which is why I'm always dubious of these people who read rules and then try to tell me that the sky is falling or something isn't any good or something like that. I mean, you know, I've got three gators. I only need one of those gators to be able to see around a piece of terrain to make that charge, right? Mm -hmm. And then I make him ghostly with the witch doc rock. He charges through the obstruction, and then his pals port two inches next to him, right? And all and, of a sudden, and I've everybody's got there. And everybody's in Everybody's the there. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the command cards were all of a sudden, I just need that one turn, that one beast to be able to make it to the backfield. That was huge during the game I played today, which I still lost, by the way, because it was Steve King. And, and what's funny is I actually undervalued, and although the one turn that I came over and was watching, I would have undervalued the turtle. The, I forgot, it's Swamp Horror? No, 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 no what's no. the official name of the turtle? Oh, gosh. Spitter. Spitter, yeah, yes. Iron back spitter. spitter. Yeah. Yes. So I would have undervalued him. Um, but then Steve pointed like Steve's like, you know, that gun is really strong and because of the AoE three and it's yeah, it, it is a really strong I gun. I gotta say those AoE rules now, I was dubious when said, I read them. Right? I wasn't that one of the things we said for a prediction? Like I was like AoEs are like really strong. Uh, they're really strong now. They are really it's, strong. It's now uh, if it first of all, if it misses, it's no longer floating off, and you have to worry about where it falls. It's just the the, the target takes the 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 half strength shot essentially. The yep. right, um, the but it's, AOE damage. Yeah, the AOE damage. Yeah. But now AOE three is the closest three models within three inches. Right. Mm -hmm. What a simple way to get that done, mm -hmm. and that means you're placing on where you put those those models, including killing your own gator. Yeah, I killed my own game. Yes, <laughs> I did. He had one box left. He rolled fire on the damage, right? What can I tell you? So, uh, and he was already knocked down, so I couldn't get a tough roll. Not important right now. What is important, though, 
is it was fast, it was easy, and it was powerful. You didn't have to hover a template. You didn't have to look at a yep. line through a semi-transparent plastic disc. Right. Yeah. Is you didn't it, have to take out a bunch of widgets. Is he really under there? Mm -hmm. I, I think you're going to, yeah. I think it makes AoEs much more powerful and much simpler at the same time. Yeah. I guess blast keys are gone. Yeah, you don't need them anymore. No. Yeah, you just don't. They actually have no function. Unless yeah. there's some interaction of a spell that I'm unaware of, but I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's a good change, I would say. Yeah, and and like you're saying, like actually playing it has been useful, and even just like actually pulling out the models because I was building lists this morning because I have Android, I didn't get it till this morning, uh, and building the lists you that really was don't unfortunate. Get it. I will officially it say, yeah. look, you can't. Put oh, is, is it out on Android? I didn't yeah. even try to. It is. I, I was waiting till Monday. You can't put lipstick on a pig, right? Like <laughs> you know, the the Google Play Store was supposed to be instant. And then it was Apple that was supposed to give them trouble, and then the so what? Happened, what can't right? you do? Uh, you can't build. No, no, no. You can. You can build. So it's if the app is out. Like you. Can oh, okay. It. Um, it, it's that when I build the list, it totally changes. Like I, you can't. I cannot picture it properly until I actually put it on the table. Because when I when I add oh. darn ravagers, it's like I have this vision in my head of you know it's seven models with the UA. It's not yeah. that anymore. No. Yeah. And you know I. It's three models. As I built, yes, three models. So I built a seventy-five point list, and it's it fits in my little dice tray. Yeah, you know? like it's it's actually not that much. You played seventy-five, and Seth, you played fifty. I yeah. actually played fifty today. So oh, let's see, played fifty. Okay, and yeah. bringing a call with Chromac too, and it's just it's a totally different like perspective on it, and it's going to sure. take me a while to get used to not thinking of it in terms because then you start asking yourself like, how much support do I really need? How much support are they going to have? Like what really well, matters here? Because like when we build lists right now, you got to bring the support boat. You got to bring the UA. You got to do this. You got to do well, that. The way you used to build lists. Exactly. So not, not is anymore. that how you should build them? Do I need to bring the UA? That's what, that's what the you command know? cards are for. Right. There's like all kinds of stuff like that. So it's 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 totally open. Is yeah. every, is everyone's favorite command card officially old reliable whatever it's called? Is that is that officially now everyone's favorite no. command card? Everybody that plays uh, with Warjacks. Maybe. Does it only work on Warjax? It only works on Warjax. So you I'm do not have access to it in a Hordes army. I'm actually hoping, because I was thinking about this today, I'm actually hoping Hordes gets a different set of command cards. Not to say there won't be any duplicates, but like I don't want them to have that one. Well, they don't, so. Well. Wish granted. <laughs> good. But I, no, but I'm, but they, they, they could have something else that might be beast only, but I, I, I want that degree of separation because... Uh, I've predominantly always played uh, War Machine, mm -hmm. and I was always jealous that it's like unless you kill a beast, it's like oh, yeah. oh my warlock is just going to heal that thing from you know yeah. control range, and look it's fully functional, which is still and true. I, was like, I would kill to be able to do that in yeah. Warcaster, uh, as a Warcaster rather, and you can't, and so the fact that this command card is just like hey look at me I'm gonna pretend I'm a better convergence uh, not convergence uh, crucible guard mm -hmm. right because they have that now as their well they did have that I'm sorry as their theme bonus right on prime material like yeah. Yeah. yeah auto heal like yeah so I, that's probably everyone's favorite command card at least in, in the war machine world it's one of the ones that is oh you regret it every time if you don't take it now that oh, is sure. that has been my experience with like battle box style games but I believe that so at least like the the Storm Legion they get a mechanic unit in the, sure. in the starter set so like maybe it's not as necessary then but you know it's always it. necessary but yeah it's think, always so necessary. yeah so we played a couple of games today each um, 
uh, with Mark IV. So I played Tharn, I played into to Krios, uh, I played into Kador, um, and it was it was interesting. Like it's totally different. Yeah, Kador. I played, Kador. I played, Kador. Manlock, I played Manlock into Kador. I, I truthfully I don't have a great legacy list at the moment. Like a you know a, mm-hmm. uh, of those fourteen. No, lists none of them. None of them are great. No, 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 he means like some he, doesn't have, a, he doesn't have a list that he likes. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so the closest I get is the Man of War, but my Man of War models are so beat up at this point, I need to spend several hours re-gluing some models, repainting some bits, and I just don't have the time to do it. Uh, the only thing that I have that's complete and painted that I feel good putting on the tables are the Gators, and after playing uh, the game today against, uh, who is it, the new Kador caster? Yeah, the, new yeah, the Winter Guard caster. Yeah, Winter Court ca- uh, caster. Um, Katarina. Yeah, I definitely have to rethink my list. She's brilliant. Um, yeah. See, but I, I so, I, I, it's kind of like theory time, in the sense that Kador got freezing grip on the spell rack. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm of the belief that in a 50 point game, that spell is probably significantly stronger than it is in a 100 point game. Because I actually, I look at that spell and I'm like, yeah, it's a good spell, but I actually think it's a trap. Because you're going to spend three, you might boost it for four to knock... No, it costs four now. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're going to spend four, boost it to five, which is basically your whole stack, especially if you're a Kato caster. Um, Yeah, I think she's a seven. Is she a seven? Yeah, I think she's a seven arc. I I thought all the new ones were pretty much all sixes. No, I don't think so. It doesn't matter. The point is, it's the majority of your resources. We agree on that. And you're basically freezing four models, right? Five, max. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just one unit. In, in a 100-point game, it's like you're going to spend your whole stack to put stationary on this one unit. Yeah, may, may, and maybe in some cases that, that does win you the game or at least gives you a major leg up. But obviously, Warjacks, Warbeast will still, will still be able to shake it. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to, like I said, you're blowing your whole resource stack on one, one of the spell. things we don't know, and I get what you're saying, and I disagree a little bit, but it's okay. But one of the things we don't know is what a steamroller look like. And the folks 100%. who are going to get to go to Warfare but, Weekend, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Here. Sorry. Yep. The folks who are going to go to Warfare Weekend, I, I believe, are, are going to get, uh, uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll get a, a peek at something, right, of what that's going to look like. We've heard lots of things. We don't want to speculate because we don't really know what's true, what's not true. Um, but I think a lot will depend on what the new steamroller looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm kind of hoping they'll influence. I don't know about it a lot. Not yeah. not for this specific example of, of freezing grip. See, I disagree because what if you're able to freezing grip something and it can no longer score, but it can uh, or, or it can no longer contest. But it does still contest. What if it doesn't? We don't know what the new rules are. All right, that's fair. So yeah, I I agree with Arthur though in that this is a good example of the sort of like mentality of like freezing grip on the spell rack any caster could have it it's going to be in every game and i think if you look at uh this the storm legion one you could think that about like arcane shield where it's like of course i'm going to bring arcane shield every time but then you have to look at well arcane shield's much easier well yeah but like blessed is a command card yes so everybody is going to have that one turn where they're just going to pummel your heavy sure. arcane shield and then same thing with with icy icy grip or whatever it's called uh it's like okay so i've got four heavies Get one of them. I don't care. Like I've just got the but you're just gonna shake it. Yeah, I'll shake it. You're no gonna problem. shake it anyway. So then, yeah, you blew your whole stack. Off you this. blew your stack. I spent one focus. 
Right. Because exactly. I spent power up to, to shake yeah. it, and then I'll still allocate. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of things where it's like, sure, it, but I think you're right. In the end, it's probably going to be one of those things where it, it you got to pick it specifically where you're like, okay, I'm going to do this with it. Because if you just take it automatically, you're going to trap yourself. Unfortunately, I would make the argument that even in Mark Three, we never saw the power of freezing grip that we saw actually in Mark Two. In Mark Two, you played a lot more infantry machine. Mm-hmm. So freezing grip just on that alone is more valuable. Right. And second, and this applies to both Mark II and III, um, people would have a 10-man unit, sometimes 12, mm-hmm. and you kind of fan out. Mm-hmm. And then I come along and I freezing grip that unit, and I've just created this wall that, granted, yeah, you can see through it, but you might not be able to move through it. Mm-hmm. Um, or you have to spend a lot of resources. But you, or, like, no, you, you literally, yeah. yeah, you have to kill your own models. Like, but you literally couldn't necessarily always move. Like, you would, if you freeze and grip one unit, next thing you know, that unit behind it is completely trapped. Yeah. And you're not going to have that in Mark IV because the units are much smaller and they're more tightly uh, knit. Yeah. Because you only have two inches of right. command range, more or less, instead. Of, yeah. yeah. So I don't look at that spell and be like, this is a game winning spell. I'm not saying it's a bad spell. But it is not going to be this. I have freezing grip everywhere, and I have arc nodes. So mm-hmm. watch out. Like, mm. yeah, it'll come up. No it'll question. come up, but, but I, I, it doesn't I'm win excited. you a game. I'm excited to see. Like, you know, we've had we've had lists in the past. Mark two, Mark three. You know, it, it's all about like, well, oh, they brought this thing, this model, this unit, and they use it in a new way. It'll be very interesting to see now. People, they'll bring a spell that will they'll use with this model, and that suddenly opens up a whole new style of play. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that'll be cool. Yeah. I, I'm not going to miss the 10-man units fanned out across the whole board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I used to drive... I didn't like that. It didn't feel genuine. It didn't feel like I was playing a game. Um, you know, I, I didn't like it, but I, I like it. I like it on sure. paper. I didn't like it in practice. Yeah. Because um, it made sense that I'm the leader and I can yell at you from seven inches away. So. Right. Right. You can go. Set, John could be over here, and Paul could be over here, and they're both fourteen yes. inches apart, but they're seven from me. I wish I could go to Warfare Weekend this year. I'm not going to be able to go. Uh, at least the, one of the benefits of the brawl moving to April, April twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, the uh, we're, we're going to do uh, ticket sales by. You sure, it's on April second. I'm positive it's on <laughs> April second or April eighth for that matter. It is April twenty eighth, and we will start selling tickets right after uh, Captain Con. But I digress. Uh, I will be able to go to Warfare Weekend in the yeah. future as long as he continues to have it on Teachers Convention Weekend so in New Jersey. If, if people right. if people can send you, um, I think it's what seven seven dollars for the next thirteen weeks, then they'll be paid up because that equals twenty eight. Yeah, because I'm doing that record keeping. No, they can just pay me when I'm selling the tickets. <laughs> I'll put it in your piggy bank. You missed yeah. it. You're old enough. You should have got that. Okay. Evan and Castell, seven times thirteen is twenty eight. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. How do you not know that? That's just not high in my brain. I'll say, and I'm too young. Yeah, but that's like one of the funniest little but bits. I remember that. Time. Yeah, that is funny. Unless you want to do who's on first, it doesn't interest me. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Mark so, four. Uh, so I think We're this is actually a very good time to bring us into the judge's corner. With most clubs starting their Mark IV run this weekend, I actually spent a lot of time online last night in different chats with different people, and they all kind of had this similar questions about a similar issue. And uh, it's it's simple, but it's a little complex when you when you need to think about it as a whole. Mr. Rabideau, you have organized our thoughts. What do you got? All right, so the issue is dual attack. 
So do and, and we could even combine it into like dual attack, gunfighter, the pistol rule. Uh, pistol is new in Mark Four, but dual attack and gunfighter come from Mark Three, or at least the names do. Right. Not the specifics of what the rules right. do. Rules have been retooled. Yes. So in order to like truly understand like all this, because it you know model board jacks. Uh, basically across the board, and I believe it will be across the board, have dual attack. Warbeast will have dual attack. That is my understanding as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, if they don't in the app, report that feedback. Um, but, so so they can always be making attacks, uh, you know, both ranged and melee, but, you know, there's Because they have dual context. attacks. Right, well, previous context could m- get mixed up in here, so we're going to set the record straight. So, the important thing you got to know is that in Mark Four, you can... Make ranged attacks if you have ranged weapon whenever you want. You are no longer restricted by if you are engaged, you can't make ranged attacks. That's not true anymore. So you can make ranged attacks even while in melee. Uh, But if you are in melee, you must target the models that are engaging you specifically. So if you are engaging them, you you can do whatever you want. But if they are engaging you, then you have to target them. And since they are in melee... They will get plus four defense. So you must shoot the guy that is engaging you, and he will get plus four defense. So dual attack just lets you make melee and ranged attacks in one activation, which normally you have to choose one or the other. Dual attack lets you do both. Also, uh, as part of the dual attack rule, you cannot make ranged attacks after a power attack. So you cannot trample and then shoot. For example, which was a common Mark Three thing, if you had dual attack and could trample. Can I shoot and then charge? Uh, you certainly may not, Seth, unless there's some <laughs> very special rule that lets you do that. I know you tried today, Seth. That That's absolutely not true, but please continue. Arthur will back me up. He tried. That's He tried. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you can't do that because that would take out of order the you know, but, normal movement, combat action. But Charge again, you, is a movement and your combat action together. Movement has right. to come and, before and, and again, attacks. you can choose the order in which you resolve your... Your melee or your range. And what I mean by that is, let's assume you charge into melee. Um, There is no rule stating that you can't, we'll say, shoot first and then do your melee attacks. But again, the shooting target must be the person that you are engaged with because you charge them. Right. So. And they will get the in-combat defense bonus. Correct. so, So just as a pro tip, if you do have a jack that's got a melee weapon and a gun... You should probably swing with the melee weapon first because you might luckily knock out their movement in that attack. Mm-hmm. And then when you shoot them, yeah, they'll be at plus four defense still, but a nine is yeah. uh, usually not that hard to hit. Exactly. So now the next nuance is that some ranged weapons will have the pistol advantage. So it's a little symbol of a pistol. You'll have to just look at it in the app, like what the picture It's an icon. Have. Yep. Yeah, it's a little icon. Uh, so that advantage lets you ignore the plus four defense, the targeted melee penalty for models that you are in melee with. So yes. some examples are um, Got a good like one. the javelin on the striker heavy warjack has the pistol rule because it's like it's a javelin. You just throw it directly into the guy directly. In front so, of uh, yeah, sim- similar situation, um, and it, it all ties in. Um, sprays mm-hmm. no longer, I believe, ignore the in melee. Yeah, so I they still get plus correct. four defense for yeah. being a melee. So like someone on the on Facebook was actually complaining that um, what's his name uh, Blockhouse? No, the the Kador uh, Man of War. What's his name? Bulkhead. Bulkhead. Mm-hmm. Bulkhead got nerfed, and then someone else pointed out like 
hey, just remember, he only has one shot now with a shotgun or whatever, but it's a spray, which normally means your opponent would get the plus four defense, but his is a pistol. So he kind of gained that. And so, but there's an example of like, obviously a non-jack in this case that, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to go in, you're going to charge, you have a pistol. So the spray, you know, doesn't have to worry about the, uh, in melee. However, at that point though, the spray will not go past that first model or hit any other models because we're on a new type of spray. And know, was normally you would target this model here and everything intersected by the spray would be hit, but that wouldn't apply if you're in melee with someone and you had a spray because there's no line. I don't think that's how it works. I think we're, but but real quick. No, that's how spray um, works. I am real quick though. I just want to, I just want to make sure that the, uh, when we talk about the pistol, we emphasize that the pistol only works that, that advantage, um, and removing the target melee penalty or bonus, depending on how you're looking at it, uh, is only the guy that you're in melee with. So not other models in the spray, only that one. Um, it doesn't help you ignore, you know, if, if they're sitting six inches away from you and they're in melee. Pistol does not let you ignore Do you them. always still draw a line? So if, you, with, so if you have spray six, you're still going to draw a six-inch line mm-hmm. straight past or, and th- right through mm-hmm. the person? Yep. Why was I thinking that it stops that person so there's and it's another, anything in there's between? A couple, there's a couple other, like, guns that have a... I, I forget what the rule is, but it, oh, has, it has, like, a specific... Yeah, the ionization gun, like, uh, the convergence jack yeah, exactly, has it exactly. where you draw the line, yeah, the intersecting line. line. Yeah, so... Which, like that a, is actually the javelin that I was talking about. It's like that, a beam so. weapon. Yeah. Um, okay, so you do spray right through someone. Yep, yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so just to recap, so ranged attacks are not prevented by being in melee, but you must target models that you're engaged by, and they get plus four defense. Uh, dual attack does let you do both melee and ranged, and that is the extent of dual attack. Pistol lets you ignore the plus four defense mm-hmm. if you are in melee with that model. Uh, and then finally, gunfighter lets you shoot targets outside of the melee that you are currently in. So that's the, normally the restriction is you cannot do that. If you're engaged, right. you must shoot models that are engaging you. So the ultimate scenario here is that, that yeah, someone is a pistolier, gunfighter, dual attacker. Yeah. That's what oh, we want. They can, Please they don't can shoot, shoot all over the place. place. Yeah. Oh, no, that, oh, that's happening. They can uh, do whatever they want. New Ryquest solo. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that is... It'll be Holt. Holt is going to come in. He's got his two pistols with the little knives at the tip. He's like, I'm slashing, I'm shooting, and I'm going to pop that guy. Well, but it does yeah. present a situation where you do have a unit with dual attack because there are units with dual attack. Mm-hmm. That they can charge, they can kill their target, and then after the rest of the model finishes all of their charge attacks, that they can, then, can shoot. Then, then start shooting. Yeah, a solo would be in the same boat. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to roll back a second because... I don't think that that's true. So you can charge, kill a model, and then shoot. That's yeah, what that's said. what I said. You don't have everybody finish their charge oh, attacks. Oh, I'm, ta- I'm sorry. And then I'm, everybody shoots. I'm confusing. Okay. I'm confusing with the CRA rule. Sorry, yes, I meant to so, throw in the CRA. Yeah, okay. Rule. We're, yeah, so CRA is a, so specifically. So, so now, kind of so now, we're, now we're talking dual attack and CRA. Yes. Yes. Okay. So any kind of combined attack. Combined melee, combined range is a thing that lets you ignore the normal operation, which is each model must finish its activation. Yes. Or, or like finish its combat action before you move on the next. That one. is correct. CRA, CMA, I'll let you borrow from other models. Yes. Sorry, I, I was right, not clear good. about that. That's okay. So, we're only really the judge's corner is only really about dual attack. So as long as we get that right, <laughs> then 
It's true. We're good. Don't listen. To, everything else is apocryphal. But the reason, but to put it in context, the reason why we brought up dual attack is because we saw, I think, a couple times already that people had charged in, wanted to swing at the model they charged, and then wanted to shoot another model elsewhere on the table because of old dual attack. That's Mark Three for you. Yeah. And we were like, no, you can't do that. You have to shoot the model that you're actually in combat. Unless you also have gunfighter, uh, not gunfighter. I'm sorry. Unless you also have a uh, no, yeah, gunfighter. Gunfighter is the one. Uh, and then, of course, they didn't have gunfighter, so I was like, right. no, sorry. You have dual attack, yes, but you have to shoot that guy, and he's at yes. plus four defense. So another another important consideration is that dual attack lets you make initial range attacks when you make initial melee attacks. So you cannot, for example, charge in, you know, do the main attack, do your other initial melees, and then buy melee attacks, and then shoot. And then save the fight, yeah, yeah. save the, the initial shot. attacks all have to happen before you do additional attacks. As soon as you start buying attacks, you have missed your window to use yes. your initial. Yeah, there it is. All right, so good so, judges' corner, everybody. Well done. So now, what happens if something has assault? <laughs> and I actually total. have not seen that rule on any models yet. So they might I have should, gotten rid of it. A yeah, lot of models I, that had it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen. Attack. I don't think I've seen assault. Hey, we so can save know. that for another judges' corner when we see the model. When we <laughs> talk about the find out what model series. has it first. All right, good work, everybody. And you know, again, as as we move forward in Mark Four, as we discover these rules as we play them, we will bring them back to the judges' corner for discussion. Uh, all right, so let us do a combination of Mark IV predictions and closing thoughts. I will start with you, Mr. Rabideau. So I predict... Oh, man, I suggested this. I don't even have a prediction. <laughs> I predict that uh, Storm you're, you're, Legion, which I was is gonna say the if one that I'm minute. buying, is going to be great. I'm very excited. And I think I'm going to be able to defeat Charlie's lists of all the <laughs> I think Athena is just going to trounce him. So bring it on, Charlie. Let's see how good that cute little chariot is. Oh, yeah. I do like that chariot. It looks I do. I like that. That was one of the few models that, for whatever the reason, I actually didn't like the Kador tank um, mm-hmm. with like the auto cannon. I was like, eh, my tank was better. Uh, so what's, what's your prediction? All right. Uh, for me, I, I, this is completely blind throwing darts technically, but I hence just prediction, hence the word prediction. I'm just double qualifying. Uh, I anticipate Cephalix and Fexus to be monsters. And I don't know why, uh, mostly, I guess if I had to give a reason, probably because they're monstrosities, right? So um, they're, yeah, already ah, monsters. they're already monsters. <laughs> um, if the point, if the points cost, if everything, so if everything stays the same, and really I'm referring to points, if the um, agitator is basically the same, uh, Fexus is actually irrelevant uh, in this particular, for this little window here, but if the points stay the same, mm-hmm. so if the, if that warden is, is stays at 10 points and he's, I think he's armor 18 up to a 19 because of his head being a shield, and he has three initials, I think he's really strong. I think the subduer is always going to be a tech piece, and I think the Wrecker is always going to be, well, a beat stick. Uh, although, of the three, the Warden is by far the best one. And if Fexus, like, if he keeps his control aspect, which we know, his feet should be the same. Could be the same, yeah. Should be the same. Uh, TK, at this point, is not, you can't target your enemy. Yeah, it's yeah. friendly only, but it doesn't matter. That's still a threat extension. Still good. And when you think about if you have a unit of overlords, even you know you, you TK one of them, and you've just increased the threat of like all of their stuff. Um, I just that's the one that my eyes on. Like that's the one that I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I just got to keep my eyes open for for Cephalix. And I don't own Cephalix anymore. Mm-hmm. I did at one point. 
Um, so I might be jealous. Um, but that's, that's what I'm looking prediction. at. All, All right. right. My real prediction is that Thorn Blood Pack are a truly hidden gem. They ignore basically everything except for clouds and obstructions. And uh, they can boost their ranged attacks now if they have corpses. So okay. Couldn't, couldn't they always do that? No. What did they used to do with the corpses? They, it's all melee based. It was all melee Don't, based. Aren't those the guys with the big fun bow? Yes. Which is why it wasn't very good. Now, they do have to kill something to get a corpse. But once they do, then they have dual attack. <laughs> They're going right. to blast your caster. So, my Mark IV prediction is I think we are going to see a return of jack dominating lists. Not all jack lists, but, but heavy jack lists that are going to be a real problem for people to deal with on the battlefield. Looking ahead, the Portal Comics and Gaming on November 19th is going to have a 100-point Mark IV event, two lists. And then they are also doing a swap meet where, you know, bring your extra stuff, trade it with someone else who has extra stuff, and maybe everyone has more stuff when you're all done. That is also something we're looking to do at Maplewood Hobbies at some point in December when we have a date we will talk about it. Until then, this has been Steve Rabido, RDC, and Seth Cohen saying maybe everyone doesn't speak English the same, but everybody understands a genuine smile.